this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Well, hello and welcome to the Jay Allen Show. I hope everything's going well in your neck of the woods. Well, today is going to be quite a doozy as we take a look at this particular episode of what we have going on here today. Now, this episode is a re-air, so let me explain that to you, a re-air of the pre-accident investigation with Dr. Todd Conklin. We talked about this briefly last week that this would actually be taking place. So if you did not take a listen to the pre-accident investigation that took place over the weekend, this is the episode. What we have done is taken the content that was there and wanted to re-air it on this particular episode. So what we do is, of course, have the conversation of saying, hey, you're going to record this and then we're going to move some things around and then come over here and then re-air it. So it's not that you're missing out. You'll just get a different style of edit, depending on which one you take a listen to. Hopefully you take a listen to both. Don't get me wrong. And I believe Brett Sutton is going to be putting up the video aspect into it. But before I get too far ahead, let me talk a little bit about what's going on. So Todd Conklin, Bob Edwards, Brett Sutton, and myself got together last week and did a small recording on some things that we've been working on behind the scenes and really wanted to take a dive into that conversation here today. And of course, I'll come back on the back end of this thing to talk a little bit more about it. So take a listen to this episode of the pre-accident investigation on the Jay Allen Show with Todd Conklin, Brett Sutton, Bob Edwards, and yours truly. From the moment we're on, you're recording. I was following the Nixon protocols. <laughs> the Nixon protocol was a big blank. So, so I'm so glad we're all here. So it's Bob and Jay and Brent. And we're all here because Brent has an idea. You always record. And I think the idea is worthy. I think it's something we've all thought about. But Brent's got a little idea about how to put structure around this idea because that's what Brent likes. Brent likes structure. Structure is important. Thank goodness there are people like Brent in the world because that makes Bob, Jay, and I much more comfortable because we don't like structure. But that's a different topic for sure. So, Brent, what idea are you thinking about? Talk to us about what you're uh, rolling around in your brain. Hey, thanks, Todd. And we call them a thinking frame, not structure, because that make, makes it sound. Ah, a thinking frame. The, the, does that sound, that's at Los Alamos, we don't have. We don't have uh, stovepipes. We have cylinders of excellence. That's what we call it. It's how you frame it, right? That's how it works. The stolen carriage is free will. Um, That's right. As much as possible. So what are you thinking, Brent? Well, in actual fact, um, this was actually all to do with the fault of Jay Allen. Because uh, Jay the other week uh, basically sent out this uh, uh, email, which basically said for... For those people that were um, struggling, he was going to um, offer some of his uh, one-on-one hop courses at whatever someone could afford. And, and, and I basically said to myself, I, I had this flashback to uh, uh, 9-11 when I was made redundant from by an American organisation and how I felt about when change is imposed upon us and how isolated alone we can feel. And, and at the same time, I was thinking to myself, uh, we, we talk a lot in the work that we all do about building resilience and about resilience in systems. And I thought, how can we also help people build their own resilience and how can they adapt in this new normal um, post-COVID-19 when we get there? 
And I said to myself, wouldn't it be great for those people in safety that have been affected in some way that they could gain they could gain some more skills or some new knowledge? And why don't we do something called pay it forward? So that all of us who are in this in this world that we live in, that we can find the opportunity to allow those that aren't so fortunate as us to basically also grow and learn and be part of something a little bit bigger. So I sort of so- so what's that mean operationally? What's what's that mean? What do you, what do you think of doing? Yeah, so so like for example, um, you know, we're, we're about to launch a series of um, uh, uh, product offerings and service offerings, and, and my commitment is for every uh, uh, five commercial seats that are sold, we'll provide one free seat for a person to participate in learning teams, training, and mentoring, and sponsorship for a period of time. So which is. I mean, just a, that's a beautiful idea. And Bob, you and Andrea have been already kind of playing with this idea as well. How's it work? Well, I mean, we started out with like the Tuesdays at two, just a session to get together to chat about pop in this crazy troubled times. And that was just a free session to get people together and keep the conversation moving. And then when we do the workshops, we so likewise, like Brent's saying, you know, and, and Jay are saying, you know, be be sort of mindful of the fact that there are some people that are are out of work because of all this. So, hey, come on anyway, you know. And Todd, I think really you you stressed this from the very beginning that in in this HOP movement to be just as generous as we possibly can, and it seems to be the right thing to do once again um, to to do anything we can to help people get better at this stuff. So, I think it's a great idea. I do want to know, Brent, if like if if I get a bunch of so like if I if I get a bunch of seats, will I get like upgraded eventually to first class? Because that's always what I'm looking for. You know, is that free upgrade? Hold on, Bob. I thought you were all about point systems lately. Maybe we should go with that. Yeah, Maybe yeah, it's yeah, a thousand yeah, points. Right. <laughs> uh, we, we've created a special Zoom waiting lounge. Nice, <laughs> nice. Virtual Perfect. Perfect. Do they have good snacks? And and do they have a variety of snacks? Because I think we got tired of the same snacks in the lounge. Like, no, I think it's I think it's a really good idea, Brent. Really good idea. Like all good airlines, when you then choose the snack, you're told that choice is no longer available. <laughs> That's right. But we don't have, I'm sorry, sir. We don't have that. I think it's a, I think it's really interesting. Jay, what made you kind of start out with the pet forward idea with your class? Well, what I was thinking was that I, I kept on seeing that there was movement going on. And so there were some people that kept on saying, I would like to go, but cost is prohibitive in regards to what they were doing. And I didn't really want people to feel left out if that made sense. So I said, okay, we can open it in a platform where we were doing it, where they could just do whatever they could afford. If they could afford, if they couldn't afford anything, that's great. If they could afford something great. And we just move, we would just move from there. Uh, I looked at it and I said, what can we do to be different? And I don't think that's normally a difficult thing to do. I like to always try to be as different as possible, but just listening to ideas of how people do things within hop. And I was like, if we're trying to teach people to do things differently, we have to do different things in structures and places and and how we're moving forward. So that was the whole thought process behind it. Well, so I'm naive. I mean, and I'm naive at a lot. No, of you're not. You're not. Come on. That's not surprising. But I I (laughs) wonder how this has impacted our profession. Because I, I definitely know of people who've, who've been made redundant, who've lost their jobs. So there must be impacts out there. And you guys must, I mean, we must all be connecting with those people. I know like Ron Gantz doing these really cool workshop, these free workshops that he's, it's kind of like the Tuesdays at two, but his are, each one has kind of a different topic. And he, he restricts the size in order to keep the conversation going. So I think there's a lot of generosity going on out there. 
but the impact is probably relatively significant. Do you think, or what do we know about that? It's changing the landscape. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it really, really is. I mean, it's, there's, there's so many different ways that you can share this stuff. I mean, think about the podcasts that you do, the, you know, people doing these different vlogs and blogs and, I don't know. I mean, you, you know, we always talk about building a, a community. I just think that maybe with all the eight, with the, uh, with the um, COVID restriction stuff that hit us, it maybe pushed us a little quicker into this space, but I don't know. Look, I, I, I think, like, um, you know, uh, uh, being, being generous, um, I, I think it's always been important. Uh, I, I think at this stage for, for, for me, it's about helping people build um, that resilience by gaining more skill, more knowledge. So, right. you know, um, the, the harsh reality is that uh, as we move more into a recession um, from a, a, an economy point of view worldwide, um, organisations are less likely to want to invest in these transformation projects. And they're more looking to get uh, either reduced waste, reduce costs or improve um, efficiency and all those things require different types of skills and approaches. And, and I think that's where doing safety differently can really come into its own because it can show organizations how to achieve those, those things. So but I, th I think that's an interesting point. I, I would suggest, you're on to something here. I, so I would suggest traditionally we've had a world that was aligned towards uh, optimizing efficiency, better, faster, cheaper which really fits into the old classic, the workers, the problem. So in order to make safety better, make workers be more safe, right? Now, I wonder if this worldwide crisis, especially the economic crisis, but don't underestimate pandemics, storm, heat, drought, fire. I mean, locusts, killer wasps. Um, Cougars. Hurricanes. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's hard to list them all. And I haven't even gone to the fake ones yet. I mean, the, the, those are all a big part of what's going on here, right? I, now I think the notion of resilience is becoming more a part of the dialogue of the conversation. And it should be a part of our dialogue for our peers in the industry who have been, who have been impacted, who've, who've had to change their, their path forward, who, who have lost jobs or not had the opportunities to grow and move as, as they once thought they would. So I think it's a really good idea. And I, I would invite everyone to join us. To, let's let's see if we can make a community that supports one another even more so when times are getting tough. And I, I think that'd be cool. I think, Todd, it even sets a good example for other things that are not even safety related, right? This whole notion of, I mean, we clearly, if you just watch five seconds on the news, right? We clearly, we need to be more deliberate about pulling together and, and working through things. And so I think it, it goes even beyond, I, I'm always thinking about it, is the work we're doing, will it, will it help influence things beyond just manufacturing and just, you know, and beyond just uh, safety and, and in, in fact, we're seeing that it does. So hopefully this will even help. Um, any little bit helps, right? An improvement in, in people getting along and figuring out how to resolve some of this stuff. Well, yeah. I, I, I look at this too as this. There was a guy that wrote something a few years back and he presented a challenge to people that said that, he, that you should do some things to revolutionize the work industry and the things that you do. This was back in 2004. It's a great book, little simple read. 
yellow cover, similar to the guy who has the yellow shirt on today. Um, and I look at it and it's kind of funny because a lot of the stuff that this gentleman wrote about back in 2004 still applies to today. And I think that that's really what we're talking about is revolutionizing part of the industry. Talked about it 16 years ago, but I think it's something that still applies today. And just in case we're not sure who, we're, who I'm talking about, it's you, Todd. Oh, you're so sweet. And you're the only person that's read that book. So I'm, I'm quite impressed by that. So that's important. But I think it goes back to, that's 1.5. Uh, <laughs> I think it goes back to something that, that Bob brought up earlier, and it's the it's the power of generosity. And the thing that I think is interesting is that one of the capacities that companies have when met with crisis is the ability to be generous. And I think companies that are generous are companies that are probably doing better because you build those relationships through generosity, and then if you need if there's an opportunity where you need something that generosity, I think pays back. And I don't think that's a naive thing to say. I, I think it's, you can look at the data and kind of watch it happen. Yeah, I agree. And when you said you were naive earlier, like that's the last, like when I'm comparing you to anything, it's not naive, right? Not naive is not what you compare me to? <laughs> no, no. And so, so even, even as we've done this now for several years, it's so interesting because when you, when you, sort of build this generosity in, it really is, Brent, to your point, it is sort of a pay it forward, but not like an obligation, but like a, man, someone was generous enough to help me. It just seems like the right thing to do to reach out to help somebody else. And so um, it's not forced or coerced. It is very much just seems like the right thing to do, which may sound a little much like a hippie or something, but it, it really does seem like the right thing. Bob, you're not a hippie. I know hippies and you are no hippie. Right. But it feels a little like that when I say it, but it really is just, I think it's just, it, it works. It makes sense and, and people appreciate it. And then sure enough, then you see them sharing whatever they learn with someone else. It also gives them the freedom to think about like, how can I apply it in my world, which is what we've seen like with this whole learning team process. And I think that's got real value. I mean, I think that's really important. And one hint, Bob, if anyone ever tries to sell you a brownie that's over like $10, buy it. Really? Because I just thought they were charging too much. No, no, that's a like, hippie Are you brownie. kidding me? Because I can get a Little Debbie. I can get a box of Little Debbie brownies for a buck ninety-eight. I know. Like, what is this guy trying to sell me on this street corner? But if you they, go to a, if you go to they a won't make you feel as good, though. <laughs> uh, if you go to a Bluegrass Festival and they have brownies that are $10, buy them. They're, they're called... They're called plausible deniability brownies because <laughs> you didn't know. I mean, you didn't know. But man, I feel smart and good and handsome. That's how it works. Well, sounds little- good. <laughs> and look, the other the other thing, Todd, is is this whole pay it forward. Um, it's going to cross countries and boundaries. Yep. I mean, we're we're all living in this new world of uh, of Zoom and other forms of uh, online training, online sessions. So this is just not going to be limited. This is going to be, you know, uh, all, all around the world. Um, I, I spoke with Jeff Life yesterday at Safe Differently Forum, and uh, Jeff's on board. So he's going to be promoting it out through the, that forum group as well, which is which is great news. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, by the time this podcast goes live, um, there will be a, a pay, pay it forward page will have been created um, <clears throat> at the Learning Teams community website. And basically what can happen is those people that want to uh, be the beneficiary of Pay It Forward, they can become a member of that community to that page so they can see what other people are offering. 
And, and if you want to offer something to them, that you can you can register as well and you can post up an event on there and you can see the person's profile. And, and we're going to, you know, over the next few days, we're just going to build a couple of um, sort of simple how-to type videos so that people can connect in and see what's needed. But we're going to try and make it as simple as we can. And for those organisations um, that want to support that, um, they can either be a silent donor or they can be a recognised donor from the point of view that the person that benefits from that training can um, find out who actually supported them in that process as well. But what we don't want, we're not asking anyone to give us any money. We're just asking for people to, to think about when they're providing their commercial service, their commercial offering, can they set aside some slots for other people to gain their benefit from their learnings and their knowledge? I like it. For so Sounds many like structure. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds like, like, <laughs> like structure to me, right? What did you call it, Brent? What was your name for structure? Thinking frame. Thinking, thinking frame. frame. Thinking frame. So as an engineer, I want to know, like, how much weight does that frame hold? <laughs> it's all virtual. Oh, it's all virtual. Okay. Gotcha. All, all right. Sorry, Todd. Go ahead. Hey, wait a minute. We can, we can, we can describe our weight in virtualness. <laughs> oh, this is nice. I like this. My driver's license is going to take a dramatic change to put my virtual weight on there. That's a good idea. All right. Any last thoughts, you guys? Anybody? Let's go around the horn. Last thoughts, Jay. Yeah, I, I just say that this is something that we just need to do as a movement and anything that we can do to help people just to don't hesitate to reach out and contact whatever website exactly you you just referenced. Because now I just lost it was what learning teams died. What exactly? So www.learningteamscommunity.com. So that way we can make sure that we actually have the stuff posted up there. Cause I think that's going to be the easiest thing to do. And the great thing about it is that I love that there, that it's the capability of being able to do it publicly and then behind the scenes, because I think it's such a great option. And I'll bet most of our people, I mean, by our people, the people we know and hang out with most of the cats we know would, would be on board with this. So I think we're good. That's my final thought is the opportunity to build communities really strong. Grant, what's your final thought? Well, look, I'm, I'm going to issue the challenge for the rest of the Safety FM family to come on board and be part of the journey as well. Sounds good. And Bob, take us home. Final thoughts and make it really so, poignant and meaningful. So, okay. So, so if you could just let us know how many seats we need to get free upgrades, that would be perfect. That would be like the <laughs> final thing for me. I can't believe you're still in the old airline loop. Uh, that's the I one that I've broken, man. Yes, you have, Todd. No, I, I just appreciate, Brent, the work that you're you're doing here and, and Jay also. And um, yeah, good good thinking and look forward to hearing how, how people get on board with this. Thanks, you guys. Well, I surely do hope that you enjoyed that episode of the pre-accident investigation airing here on Safety FM via the Jay Allen Show. So let's talk about this real quick, just to give a little bit more understanding of exactly what's going on here. If you go to the website, learningteamshub.com, that's learningteamshub.com, there is a portion for you to be able to sign in to the community. And inside of the community, there is a section that's called pay it forward. What we have done inside of this particular community is give people options of doing one or two things. Either they can come in and take some of the material that is available 
right there on the site. Sign up for one of the classes as the portion of pay it forward for them to obtain. And then option number two is being a supporter of the community. So what does that mean? You get to go in there, tell us what you have to offer, post it onto the community, and people can come to the community, take a look at what you have to offer, and then come to you and take your offering. Of course, what we're asking for people to do once you do one or the other is just exactly that, is to pay it forward. I know it's a rough time right now with everything going on inside of the world. And some of us can actually help out others and vice versa. So I wanted to take a look at this and see what we can do. We wanted to have information readily available if you're interested in learning a new skill. Or maybe even acquiring some more information on something that you were interested on. So keep that in mind as you do go to the community. And then, of course, for the supporters, it's exactly that. It's you're supporting the Pay It For community. So that's something to look at. Anyways, I really do appreciate you taking a listen to what we had going on today on this particular episode. Don't worry, we'll be back with another episode of The Jay Allen Show before too long. And then just once again, if you want more information, go to learningteamshub.com. That is learningteamshub.com. Once you sign in, you'll just need to go to the Pay It Forward community. Thank you once again for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. We'll be back with another episode of the Jay Allen Show before too long. Goodbye for now. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Want more of the Jay Allen Show? Go to safetyfm.com.